We're, we're talking about, I think, a really interesting sort of like topic today. I want to try to frame why we're talking about what we're, you know, why, why we're talking about this and what exactly we're trying to accomplish. We're sort of learning the sugya right now of simcha. We spoke last time and we tried to frame the issue of simcha that in the world of Torah, there seem to be different elements or different ideas of simcha. At times it's a halachic obligation. At times there's a requirement to be besimcha. In certain situations it seems to be just ideal. Uh, there are certain times and certain places that seem to demand uh, simcha, but it doesn't always manifest itself the same way. Enodome, the simcha of Yantif, the simcha of Purim, Enodome, the simcha of, of uh, simcha's chasan vekala, to the simcha that takes place, you know, at times internally. There's a certain emotional idea. So we spoke last week about the gra, and the way the gra sort of navigates simcha is one of the Iker contributions of the gra is to define all of the different terms. To give us insight in terms of what the different emotional experiences are of simcha, what different situations generate and demand about simcha, the simcha of intense anticipation of accomplishing something, the sasson of actually accomplishing it, simcha and sasson of experiencing certain things internally but not needing to express them on the outside, and certain kinds of, of sasson perhaps, which is meant to express even externally, like Sternbach pointed out, like at a brismila of a su'uda, of expressing it, and that emotionally there are varying expectations for what exactly a person is supposed to experience. What I thought would be, I think, beneficial, I think beneficial, would be to try to identify and highlight a particular element, one sort of area in which there's a special Indian of simcha, to try to elaborate and sort of highlight what makes that kind of simcha unique, and even as just a model, like we could do this about many different kinds of simcha, we could spend the next seven or eight weeks speaking about simcha in different contexts, we're not going to, but I thought one sort of like underappreciated element of simcha that would, be, uh, that would be very, very worthwhile. We know that simcha exists in particular times. Even the Pasuk and Koheles of an ace record, there are certain times that generate dance. We know that simcha of Yantif discussion about whether there's simcha on Shabbos, but there are certain times that generate, you're supposed to be happier. We also know there are certain situations that generate simcha. A situation that generates simcha, we referenced before, is simchas, chasan v'kala. It's not a din in this calendar, this date, but rather it's that if there's a couple coming together that generates a certain kind of simcha, a simcha at the wedding, a simcha associated with shever brachos, there are certain experiences that generate an element, an element of simcha. What I want to try to point out tonight is there seems to be, at minimum, one place in particular that is most associated with Simcha. I want to try to develop the idea and prove that that place is most associated with Simcha. I want to then try to understand why that place has a greater sense of Simcha, what's going on in that particular location, that Dafka there, there's more Simcha. And then what I think is the third stage is to understand a little bit what does this tell us about ideal simcha in general? What can I extract from this particular kind of simcha? So we're going to speak about what I believe to be a variety of rayas. I don't know if I've ever seen the idea articulated the way we're going to say it today, but a variety of indications that there's a unique kind of simcha, dafka in the makom ha-mikdash, that dafka in the mikdash, there is simcha, to try to understand a little bit about why that is so, that there's simcha, dafka in the mikdash, and to understand about what the unique nature of Simcha and the Mikdash is, what that tells us about Simcha 
about simcha in general. So let's uh, let's begin like this. One finds in Chumash the following the following line in Parshas Emor, Vayikra Perik Chav Gemel. So the Torah tells us in discussing the mitzvah of Dalad Minim. So we know that Sukkis is a time period of Zman Simchasenu. It is amongst the Regalim the one that's most often identified as being associated with Simcha. Every end of a Simcha, but Sukkis is somewhat unique. And in describing the mitzvah of Dalad Minim, there is a break between, or a difference, between Dalad Minim that is fulfilled outside of the Mikdash, and Dalad Minim that's fulfilled in the Mikdash. Mida Oraisa, a person only takes Dalad Minim outside the Mikdash on the first day of Sukkis. Minha Torah, if I'm not in the Mikdash, I only have to pick up a Dalaminim on Sukkot itself. However, in the Mikdash, there is a Chiyav to take Dalaminim that exists throughout the entirety of Sukkot. When the Torah formulates that mitzvah of taking Dalaminim throughout the entirety of Sukkot, so the Torah elaborates and describes that as, You take Dalaminim on the first day, and you should rejoice with them, lifne Hashem Elokeichem, for seven days. Apparently, says the Pasuk, the idea that we have to take Dalad Minim in the Mikdash all seven days is a function of, is a result of being lifne Hashem. That when a person's lifne Hashem, so the simcha of lifne Hashem is the reason why we bring Dalad Minim. Now, it's hard to know if that is a sort of a unique phenomenon that Dafka. It happens to be that the Simcha of Sukkot, of Dal Minim, is fulfilled in the Mikdash. But we find a variety of indications that there's a unique kind of Simcha in the Mikdash. The Mishnah in Mesechah's Tainus on Daf Chavav. The Mishnah says, V'cheinu Omer, it's interesting, because I don't know if anyone noticed this, Mishnayis, if you learn a lot of Mishnayis, so many Mishnayis don't quote like the Drashas. Many Mishnayis just like, go. They tell you like the Din. But there are some Mishnayis where you find like the Drasha. And there is, which is a somewhat rare phenomenon, some Mishnayis where you have like an Agadic drasha. Like normally, like in the Gemara, you have the Agadic, that comes, we don't have many Mishnayis with the same thing, you have it at times, but the Mishnah Tainis is a Mishnah that has that. V'cheinu Omer, quoting the Pasuk from Shira Shirem, Tzena u'reena b'no Sion b'melech shlomo, ba'atara sh'atra lo imo, b'yom chasunaso u'v'yom simchas libo. There was a certain simcha that came, b'yom chasunaso, on the day of his marriage, Uviyom Simchas Libo. What is the Simcha of Achasana and what's the Simcha of Simchas Libo? So the, the Mishnah says, Biyom Chasuna So Zematan Torah. It's a special the Chasna of Klaisha with Ribonash Olam in many ways took place. Matan Torah. That's when our, our relationship went to the next to the next level. Went to the next level. There are even halachas about I think I think there's some Farshman that say the reason why when a Chasan speaks at his wedding, people in people interrupt the Chasan while he's giving his drasha and start singing. It's because it's like an element of Matan Torah, and there was like Shivrei Luchos and Matan Torah, and we're like breaking up the Torah or something along those lines. I think there's a Torah out there somewhere, I think. Uviyom Simchas Libo. And what is Uviyom? It could be Zabrezov. I have to, whatever, I'm sorry. Uviyom Simchas Libo. What is the Simcha of of Simchas Libo? What's this extra Simcha? Zeb Binyan Beis HaMikdash Sheyiv Nebim Herav Yameinu. There's a certain simchas libo, the simch of our heart is associated with, could have been a variety of things. But dafka binyan based on mikdash comes with a degree of, of simcha. So one, usmachtem lifnei Hashem elokeichem, the extra simcha generates. There's something about simcha for the, all seven days in Sukkot of dalminim, dafka in the mikdash, an extra simcha which is there. We know on Sukkot we have simchas based on shoeva. 
which is associated with primarily the Beis HaMikdash. We have the Simcha over Yom Simchas Libo, and perhaps what is a very, very powerful uh, Mar Makom is a Pasuk in Parshas Bahaloscha. The Sifri quotes two opinions how to interpret it. One of them is world famous, and one of them, I don't know, been trying for a while to do my best to make famous also. Torah says that when do you bring, when do you blow chatzotros? When do you blow the trumpets? Uviyom sim you blow the trumpets on your happy days. Uvimoadechem, and on your moadim, on your yamim tovim. Uviroshechachachem, and on your roshchodeshes. Utkatem bechatzotros. You blow chatzotros in the mikdash, alolosechem, valzivche shalmechem. Ask the sifri, what is Uviyom sim referring to? Typically, Uviyom Simchaschem, I would think, would be the Moadim. Simchas Yantif. The problem is, why can't Uviyom Simchaschem be the Moadim? Because the Torah then says, Uvi Moadechem. So then you would say, I don't know, Rosh Chodesh is no, Rosh Chodesh also. So what's the day of Simcha? It can't be Purim, because there ain't no Purim yet in the time of Chumash. So what is Uviyom Simchaschem? So the, the, the Sifri has two opinions. One opinion, again, is the Stam Deya in the Sifri. This is very, very famous and part of a very important discussion. Uviyom Simchaschem Elu Shabbatos. This becomes the most famous raya that perhaps there is a mitzvah or an Indian of Simcha on Shabbos. Typically, we assume Shabbos has Oneg. The idea that Shabbos has Simcha is not as clear. This Sifri becomes very, very important. Becomes very important. It relates also to Pasuk of Yismichuv Malchuscha Shomish Shabbos Vakari Oneg. Kivas holding Ganshoshan of Chilak Aleph. Nice discussion about Simcha on Shabbos. There's a lot of uh, a lot of good Torah about this. Maybe we'll come back to it in a little bit. That's one day. Uh, that's that, that's one day in the Sifri. The other day in the Sifri, what is Uviyom Simchaschem? I think this is like the most important. It's unbelievable. Rabbi Nassan Omer Elu Timidim. Uviyom Simchaschem is the day that you bring the carbon tamid. What day do you bring the carbon tamid? Every day. Which means, Lechora, according to the Medrash, that what does Uviyom Simchaschem mean? That you blow Chatzotros? Every day? Because every day is a day of Simcha. Meaning, it sounds like, in the context of the Beisam Mikdash, this is, this is like Rabbi Nachman level stuff. Like, what's the happiest day of the year? It's like every day. It is Rabbi Nassan. It's a Breslov name. You know, it's like, it's like every day. You know, like, it, there's something about this that seems a little bit Derek Hagav, the Malbim, has a beautiful pshat as to why that's so. If you learned in Psachem last year, on Bezim Abez, or you learned the fourth parak of Psachem, about the Isser Malacha on Erev Pesach, so perhaps you came across a Tosfos on Dafnun, where Tobas quotes to Yerushalmi that every day that you bring a Karban is like a Yantif. That's what Yerushalmi says. So Yerushalmi says, why was there an Isser Malacha on Erev Pesach? Because since Klai Yisrael brings a Karban on Erev Pesach, that becomes like, the, like, like, like a Yantif for them, because the day you bring a Karban is like a Yantif day for you. So says the Malbim, so why is every day considered to be Simcha on the Mikdash? Because Klai Shal brings a carbon Tamid every single day. That's why the Yushalmi even has a Hava Amina, that the Yushalmi says, well, if every day you bring a carbon is a Yantif, and every Yantif has an Isra Malacha, so how can Klai Yisrael ever do Malacha? Because every day that Klai Yisrael brings a carbon Tamid as a nation should be a Yantif, and therefore there should always be only Isra Malacha. So the Yushalmi says, no, positive Vasata Diganecha, so we have because here's a cost of being Matir Malacha. But it sounds like, says the Malbim, that every day Mamish should be, should be a day of Simcha. Why? Because we brought a carbon Tamid. Meaning there's something about what we do in the Mikdash, which generates every day as having an extra form 
an extra kind of, of simcha. Not only that, the Nitziv has a third shot for what Uviyom Simchaschem happens to be. The Nitziv says, I hear these deyas, I hear these deyas, I don't think any of those deyas are the, are the Alderech HaPshat. The Iker Pshat I don't think is every day, nor is the Iker Pshat that every Shab is a person has Simcha. Says in the Tziv, what is the, what's the simple Pshat of the, what day is really of Yom Simcha Aschem? Says in the Tziv, Iker Pshat is Yom Chanukah Samizbeach. When we begin the Mikdash, that's the extra excitement. That's part of the Simcha of Chanukah. That part of the Simcha of Chanukah was bringing back the Beis HaMikdash. And because there's so much Simcha associated with the Mikdash, it's a place of Yom Simcha Aschem. It's a place of Usmach and Lifnei Hashem Elokeichem. It's a place of Uviyom Simchas Libo, Zeb Binyan Beis HaMikdash. That there's something about the Mikdash which generates this unbelievable element of Simcha. Unbelievable element of Simcha, which is unparalleled and which is very, very significant. A particular kind, a particular kind of Simcha. Derech Agav, I think that if you understand there's extra Simcha in the Mikdash, I believe there's a deeper appreciation for why, in the absence of the Mikdash, Chorban is so sad. is isn't just that we had a Mikdash and we're sad over the loss of Mikdash, but if the Mikdash was a place of primary Simcha, and now I don't have that Mikdash anymore, so then Mimela, the pain of losing that, isn't just like the absence of the Mikdash, it's the absence of the Mikdash that it generates so much Simcha. That if, as an example, on Sukkot, there's an extra Simcha by the Mikdash, of Usmat of Hashem al Shivas Yamin. So on Sukkot, if I don't have the Mikdash, I'm losing that extra Uviyom Simchasnam. I'm losing the Uviyom Simchas Lipo. I'm losing that, again, the, that, that element of Simcha, which is found Dafka, which is found Dafka in, in the Mikdash. So why is that so? Why is there extra Simcha in the Mikdash? So the Natsiv elaborates. And the Natsiv gives what is an absolutely, I think, uh, it's an astounding idea. The standing idea. I searched Anotar Chachma to see if, like, I assumed, like, if I searched this line from the Tziv, that, that it would, like, generate lots of hits. Like, I assumed, like, people would talk about this, this Tziv line. It doesn't seem like it did at all, other than Svarim that quote in it, like, that, you like, the Hey McDavar has this line in the Tziv. Rift Suriel Tzuchon Levracha, the great former Shkiach Yeshiva, who put out Svarim on so many Bali Machshava, tens of Svarim are so good. So, in his Svarim in the Tziv, you know, he picked up on this. I mean, he knew all the ranges, that's it. But, um, but there's a, uh, but it's a, uh, it's an amazing, amazing line. The Nitziv points out, I, I mean, I just think it's awesome. It's just awesome. The Nitziv writes as follows. There seems to be this, this like extra, extra simcha, which is, which takes place. So he has a theory that we are on many ways, that, that we're certainly aware of, about the Gra, about, the power of shuls and a mikdash ma'at. But he says, I think there's a certain simcha that comes also by simcha's Torah. It's an odd year to speak about that, but there's a certain kind of simcha that comes from simcha's Torah. Venira, he says, Elam mishum simcha's Torah, mishum simcha's gomra shal Torah, v'hainu mishum, zeok ein chanukah's beis ha-mikdash. So simcha's Torah is similar to chanukah's beis ha-mikdash. They both have simcha. Meaning, there's something about the simcha of the mikdash which relates to the simcha of simcha's Torah. Some of them are connected. What is that thing? So simcha's Torah is similar to the day that we consecrated it in mikdash. Thinking parshas naso terminology, parshas naso, all the karbanos are very, very different. 
And on Simchas Torah, the Kriya Torah is very, very different. Like we're doing different things, like lots of extra things. On the day of, of the Hanukkah's HaMizbeach, we offer lots of unique, tons of karbanos. And on Simchas Torah, we do like all this Kriya Torah. Something's about this. Says, what is it? Says Now that we're in Galas and our Iker that we hang out in the world of Dal Amal Shahalacha. Says When Jews sit nowadays and Jews learn. So that creates an experience analogous to the Mikdash, the Mizbeach. Like we quoted from the, from the Gra in his parish in Shir Hashirim, that when Jews learn in a shul, Laman it's like they're in Eretz Yisrael. This is going one step further, which is that when people sit it's like Chanukah's HaMizbeach. What is the Simcha that's found there? And what, is, and what is the link? The link is as follows. I find this to be amazing. Derech Klal. Ein Simchas Yisrael, there is no joy for Klal Yisrael as great as Kimo Bizman Sha'anachnu Osim Siba, like the joy that comes when we create a reason, Lahashkin as Eloke Yisrael Bikirbenu. When we create a reason for the Shechina to be Shore amongst us, Ki Hu Chayenu, because this is what life in, in, in truth is really all about. So says Nitziv as follows. The Simcha of Mikdash is when we do things to create a reason for the Shechina to now be Shorah amongst us. As a result of our actions, the Shechina is now present. There is no Simcha that comes like that kind of a joy. Meaning, says Nitziv, what is the Iker Simcha of Chanukah? What's the Iker Simcha of Chanukah Sabayis? What is the Simcha of Uviyom Simchas Libo? So, binyan beis hamikdash, and I would note, what is the simcha of every day when you have the first and last karbanos of the day, which I don't speak right now, but is a kiyum in, in in renewing the mikdash of a carbon tamid of a carbon tamid. What is that simcha <coughs> that you have on your own created a reason for the shechina to now be shorah, and there is no simcha like that. Why is that so? So apparently, we can gain a little bit of insight. The Iker Simcha, says Nitziv, is not the Simcha of fun, but what is the greatest source of joy in this world? I think he adds with three words. I think he adds with three words. What the Iker Simcha of, what creates the Iker Simcha in this world? I believe this is a, it's an unbelievable three words. You know what really creates Simcha more than anything else? Ki hu chayenu. Ki hu chayenu. When a person is fulfilling what their Iker Tafkid in this world is supposed to be, which is to bring a Shechina down, to have a relationship and be Lifnei Hashem, when a person knows that what they're doing is what they are here to do, and a person internalizes that message, and they see not just that Memelai happened to be in a place of Lifnei Hashem, but I created a Hashra'as HaShechina, there is no simcha as powerful. There is no simcha as great as that. The simcha of creating a siba for the shechina to be shorah. This yesod, I believe, this yesod, I believe, is the opening to understanding many different kinds of simcha. 
So Nitziv says, you see it most intensely when you consecrate the base on Mikdash. You see it most intensely in Mikdash of a Lifne Hashem of a Vasuli Mikdash, Vishachanti Besochem, that God Shechina is Shore Summer, the Sukkim part is Truma, that God Shechina is Shore, that that Simcha, Uviyom Simchas Libo, is most paramount. But says in the Tziv, you can find it in other contexts also. That's the world in Gullus of Miyom Shecharav Beit Samidah, Engelgash Baruch, El Dalam Bovan, the Simcha of, this is a beautiful Simcha that's associated with Talmud Torah. The simcha, which is associated with being there, is for Lithora very similar reasons. Because the Mishnayis tells in Perki Avos, when Jews sit and they have Shechina, when Jews sit, what they bring down Shechina. The Shechina is present at a time when people are learning Torah. And that creates simcha. Kihu chayenu. That's what life's about. That's what the Iker Yisod of what we're trying to do is. I believe that that also explains if the real simcha is to bring the Shechina down. Because that's the Iker of Kihu Chayenu. I believe we can be aware of one other Simcha, or I think two other Simchas, that, 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 where, where you find this. The first is more well-known. Salvechik pointed out in the Yartzeit Shirem, the Shirem Zechav Murray, the Rav pointed out that really you often find, he said in a very intense way, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful line, the Rav understands that Simcha is always associated that Simcha is always associated with being Lifnei Hashem. The Rav emphasizes this as a broader kind of an idea, as a broader kind of an idea. He points out that that's why a Mitzorah, for example, is Mufka from certain kinds of Simcha, because the Mitzorah can't come to Mikdash. The Mitzorah is Badad Yeshev, further away. But the Rav understands that this Yisod, Uvichol Makom Sha'ata Motzei Simcha, Yeshna Amida Lifnei Hashem. The Rav understands is he is so to understanding all of Simcha. That whenever you find Simcha, it always is an experience, real authentic Simcha, that is Lifnei Hashem. That's where the real Simcha happens to be. Suggest the Rav that that relates to Simcha's Yantif. Simcha's Yantif is not coincidental that Yantif is a time period in which Shalos Pa'am and Bashana, you have to come and be older regal. Yantif is a time when there's an extra idea. The Simcha of Yantif is tied to which I've many shown him, how do I ideally fulfill Simchas Yantif? What do you do to fulfill Simchas Yantif? And Simcha Elba Basar, what kind of Basar? The Basar of a carbon Shlamim. That's why Tobos writes that nowadays Simchas Yantif is only Durabanan. Because if you can't have the carbon Shlamim, there's no Simcha, which is Doraisa. That Simcha, the Rav said, always is associated with an element of, an element of Lifnei Hashem. Yeah. Okay. So there's two ways of saying it. The Rav talks about as far as Simcha's associated being Lifnei Hashem. The Nitziv emphasizes the fact that I also like brought the Lifnei Hashem. I think there is a difference there in how they're formulating it. They agree that like the Yamid Lifnei Hashem is what does it. Um, I think what you'll find though is Kimat, all the places of the Lifnei Hashem, there are Maisim that we are doing that do increase the Hashras Hashchina. I think, I think it's a beautiful insight. You can take it or leave it. I think this is a beautiful insight I'm about to share right now. I believe this explains the Iker Yisod of Simchas Chasan Bekala. What is the Pshad in Simchas being Misameach Chasan Bekala? What's the Iker? What, what are we doing now? So there are different elements of Simchas Chasan Bekala. One element of Simchas Chasan Bekala, I think Rambam Hilchas Avel seems to sound like this, is, is that I am providing a Maisa Chasad. I'm providing a Maisa Chasad. The Rambam writes, at the same way, I believe the Rambam writes, anyone have a, give it on the computer, a Rambam Hilchas Avel? 
Parakid Dalit Halaf Aleph? Is that possible? Pass me. Is that what you got? If you're Mako, I'll be Mako. The uh, the Rambam writes that there's certain the haplamecha kamocha. I have to do a meisachas. That right here. The the Rambam writes as follows: Mitzvah sasei shall devrehem levaker cholim. There's a mitzvah to be mevaker cholim. This is my sec. There's a mitzvah lenachem avelim. Very good. Ula hotzi hames to help someone pass away to participate in that. That's a meisachesed that you could do. Ulahachnis hakala, and to be misameach when a couple. That's that's something which is a mitzvah tasei shel devraim. On one level, when a person goes to a wedding, the simcha what they're doing is they're doing a ma'isa chesed. That's an element of when a person goes to a wedding. What they're trying to do, it helps encourage the couple. It helps get them excited for things. That's one element of what takes place. But I think that there is another element of the simcha of chasan v'kala. If the rub is correct. And Simcha is always found Lifnei Hashem. And Simcha is always found Lifnei Hashem. And in particular, as Nitzif seems to emphasize, when you create the reason for a Hashra, a Sashchina, so that creates an even greater experience of Simcha. So then what happens at a Chasana? So Gemara says in Mesecha Sota, Ish ve'isha zachu, Shechina Shuria Beinehem. If a husband and wife are Zocha when they build that marriage, then what's the marriage doing? It is building Shechina's now present. Shechina, Shuri, Bineim. That's why there's a, there's a very wild figure in Eretz Yisrael with Benachem Froman. Anyone familiar with that name? Anyone on there? was a wild kind of figure. It was about Shuvi's younger. Ragan's had a real relationship with him. Ragan's learned with him when he was becoming from her. Uh, he was a rub of Tekoa, a really wild, like, a funny kind of person, also. A fascinating thinker. Fascinating thinker. So he, uh, when he would be at weddings, or he would be anywhere, and he would be with his wife, and somebody asked to take a picture, so he would joke around, and if he take a picture of, the, of you as a couple, he would say, you can take a picture of us as a couple, it's an unbelievable opportunity, I highly recommend focusing on the space between us. Because, and this is your shot of being a picture of the Shechina. My wife and I have a beautiful marriage. That would always be the thing. Like, like you want to see one a picture? Take a picture of us, but I recommend this picture in between. In between is Gavaldi. You're going to see the Shechina here right now. And part of the Simcha, Lechora, is their Simcha in bringing down Shechina, and their Simcha of a presence of Shechina, and therefore, and, and Lechora, that's part of the Simcha. It's a couple, but that's kind of what I believe that's shot, I think, I would suggest or I think I have suggested, that that's shot in the Gemara Masechus Brachos. The Gemara says, it's not a precise quote, I apologize, it's not. The Gemara says, Kola misameach chasen v'kala, kilu bada achat mechorpos Yerushalayim. That if you are misameach chasen v'kala, it's like you rebuilt part of Yerushalayim. So what's the shaykhist there, between being misameach chasen v'kala, and kilu bada achat mechorpos Yerushalayim? The point is that, what have you done? Chorpos Yerushalayim is a place that's supposed to have lifting Hashem, that is now void of lifting Hashem. It was destroyed. So what are you doing when you're misameach chasen v'kala? Being misameach the extra, hashras hashchina, which is now in this world. So it's like you rebuilt Chorb Yishlayim because the absence of Shechina that came as a result of Chorban, you are now on some level rebuilding as a, as a result. If we were learning Mesech Kedushin or Mesech Nadarim or Mesech Sota, so we would be speaking, or Mesech Ksubis, we would be speaking a lot, or Yifamas, we'd be speaking a lot about how 
the extra simcha, that the extra the relation between a couple and the base on mikdash. There are many, many. Torah refers Parshas Naso to a wife to her husband as by what, what adultery is called meila. There, adultery is referred to as meila, like meila of mikdash. There's a lot, a lot of bias to this idea, but that is an extra element of simcha, which is the simcha of Hasra'as Ashkina. The reason why I want to speak about this, because I, I really think this does unite many elements of Simcha. It's a Simcha of Mikdash, it's a Simcha of Talmud Torah. It's a Simcha of Chasen Vakala, the Rav, it's a Simcha of Yantif. Many Simchas at their core are about being Lifnei, being Lifnei Hashem. The presence of being, being in the Rabbanu Shalom's presence, especially, as Natsif points out, if we create that Hashra Ashkina, it's a different quality kind of Simcha. Derech Agav, that may also be part of what drives as Ramam emphasizes, simcha shall mitzvah. That simcha shall mitzvah also is an interaction between me. I'm doing a mitzvah. There's a, that, 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 that also generates something very, very similar. If you write, if you write about it, if you look at the, uh, at the Rambam, the Rambam writes as, when the Rambam speaks about in the end of Hilchas Lulav, rejoicing in mitzvahs is a big avodah, if you do mitzvahs regularly and you try to experience simcha every time you do mitzvahs regularly, you can appreciate why it is an avodah gedola. It is challenging. It's very, very hard. Put on tefillin every day and to experience that simcha shal mitzvah, it gets challenging at some point because I'm doing it all the time. That's an avodah gedolahi. And if a person doesn't, in, doesn't uh, if a person prevents himself from experiencing the simcha, he's held accountable for it. Held accountable for it. But he writes as follows. And it's an amazing thing. Ramam says, if you give yourself too much credit for doing mitzvos, then that's also a problem. Don't have a gaiva in front of a melech. The Rambam said something very sharp here, if you pay attention. Don't have too much gaiva when you do mitzvos, because the Pasuk says, don't have too much gaiva lifnei ha-melech. What does that mean? When a person does a mitzvah, what are they? Lifnei ha-melech. That when you do mitzvahs, there's an extra element of being lifnei, of being lifnei Hashem. Ve'en ha-gedula ve'ha-kavod, and real gedula and real kavod, says Rabbam, is, Ella, lismoach, lifnei Hashem. That lifnei Hashem is the, is the ultimate greatness, and that's associated with this extra simcha, which is there, which is why when David, the model of, uh, of mikdash, the model of mikdash, and the, and the celebration surrounding building of mikdash, so the, so the Navi says in Shmuel Beis, "V'hamelech David mifazeiz u'michaker lifnei Hashem." David's going crazy celebrating it. Where is that taking place? Around the Mikdash, lifnei Hashem. This is where the extra. This is where the extra simcha is. What I want to just try to. I would love to talk for so many ideas to speak about. Trust me, there's a great native in Shmos Hey Gimel. Trust me, there's something really intriguing in Avos Ben Hagotel Beis Bris and Chile Beis, page 168. Just trust me that, that they exist. What I want to try to, I guess, note, what I want to try to at least note is the following. I said this last week, and I want to just clarify again. When people are frustrated about a lack of simcha, I'm not enjoying what I'm doing enough. So part of the real challenge and being able to experience greater simcha is to identify what am I supposed to be feeling? What am I supposed to be experiencing? What does real simcha actually look like? Because if I can't define what simcha is, so how do I know if I've gotten there? 
And if I can't, if I know that for me simcha is a party, so then what should I be doing? Going to a party to be able to do it. The more we can define what simcha is really all about, the more we can take act. We can act in a way. We 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 we, we can move in a direction to experience why what we're doing is supposed to bring simcha and to do the kind of thing which are supposed to bring joy. And for me, at least, the Nitziv idea here, and Salvechek, even for me, it's even more than the Nitziv formulation, for me, actually does generate an element, an element of simcha. The greatest simcha that I feel personally is when I feel like I am doing that which I am meant here to be doing. When you feel like you're doing, you're, you are really tasting a little bit of why I'm here in this world and I pause and appreciate that. That's the avoda gedola of being able to appreciate that. But the more that you can feel like what I'm doing right now is what I am really supposed to be doing, so the other stuff doesn't, doesn't bother me the same way. I have a lot of nachas knowing that that which I'm doing, not completely, but in the moments where you feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing right now, and this is I've created a Siba for Asra Sashrina. And I'm more with the Hashem. And as and as the Tiv writes, Ki, he, Chayenu. Because this is what I'm here to do. The more that I experience that, I can't describe it in terms of this like, I'm not the biggest, you know, dancer in the world. I happen to love this cartoon, but I can't say I'm the biggest dancer in the world. You know, I enjoy standing outside, choosing with a little friend and, and hearing the music. But it's it's or being there, you know, locked in. But but there's that simcha of the nachas of knowing you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I brought more shkina into this world. And that those activities, in many ways, are miniature binyan-based hamikdashes. You brought more shkina down. That is Nitziv rites. It's the binyan-based hamikdashes, but that's also the experience of, of Talmud Torah. And that's the experience of these things. Like, I'm bringing an extra hasrasa shkina down. That is enormously, enormously powerful emotionally. And sometimes the challenge is being able to tap into that. To know when you're sitting down sometimes in a morning seder and say, what I'm doing right now is perhaps what I am supposed to be doing. And when I know what I'm supposed to be doing is, so then that gives me simcha. Which is why Derek Haga, for me, one of the points of greatest anxiety is when you don't know what you're supposed to be doing. You know, that's like, okay, so now I don't know, you know, whatever it is. But to tap into those moments of ki hi is something which is immensely, immensely powerful. And we should, uh, we should be zocha to be able to experience that element of simcha, the simcha of lifting Hashem, the simcha which I think drives a lot of simcha of the Hashra Hashrina. Have a wonderful, wonderful 